Welcome to the Faith and Chai podcast, a space for real conversations at the intersection of faith and South Asian culture. Brought to you by South Asian Intervarsity. I'm Kevin Wilson. And I'm Caroline Lancaster. We are so excited to share this bonus episode with you. It is very special to us because it is a gift from one of you, our listeners. So we wanted to start off by saying thank you to our listeners. We have been getting your DMs, seeing your engagement on Instagram, and it has been a gift for the Faith and Chai team. That's myself and Kevin, our producer, Arul, and our social media intern, Eileen. It has been a gift for us to engage with you and get to know you more and to hear your story. So Huge thank you. Continue that. On this bonus episode, we will be hearing a spoken word piece written and performed by one of you, our listeners. Shreya Ramachandran was born in Chennai, but moved to the U.S. with her parents when she was two years old. Eventually, through a series of events, her and her sister were placed in foster care. Eventually, Shreya was adopted and is now studying applied linguistics at the Moody Bible Institute in Chicago. She says this poem was written as a culmination of the journey of processing her cultural trauma. In poetic format, Shreya uses the motif of the Indian pressure cooker to draw out stories and her personal experiences. As a Christian, she did not want to exclude Jesus out of that conversation. She shares her pain and incorporates Jesus' passion for the marginalized and calls out the American church. So without further ado, get your cup of chai, pull up a comfy chair in the living room, and let's listen to Pressure Cooker by Shreya Ramachandran. When I was a little girl, I would get up in the morning to get ready for school. Amma was already up, showered and dressed before the sun. She had prepared breakfast, lunch, and dinner before the day had begun. The monotonous routine of the Indian woman was the pillar of our household. When everything else was falling apart, the rich spices were strong and bold, like coffee, the daily aroma functioning as an alarm. Flavors that burnt my nose, but comforted my heart. The clunky metal pressure cooker was on the stove, yet again. Just like me, it was imported all the way from India. And just like me, it existed as a daily functioning member of this household. And just like me, it consumed rice every day. Not a day went by in my first 11 years of existence that white basmati rice did not enter my system. The clunky metal pressure cooker became my nemesis. As its whistle blew, it reminded me of a train that had the capacity to steal me and take me far away, reminding me of how nothing ever felt safe. Amma, why do you let the pressure cooker get so hot that it screams? Surely the rice is cooked now and we can eat. Day after day, the pressure builds up and the whistle screeches. Make it stop. And just like the white rice it cooked, the whiteness boiled inside of me, 
pressurizing me into a pristine product for others' pleasure. I bathed in the waters of the pressure cooker thinking it would cleanse me, but now I feel dirtier than ever. Pain was the corpse that I buried thinking it was dead, but pain isn't a corpse, it's a seed, and once it's in the ground, it sprouts up into nasty weeds and surprises you. There's value in my culture, and I don't want to throw it away. Throw it into the melting pot to let it boil and disintegrate. A one-way ticket to a faraway place. The train is waiting, the whistle is screeching. Next stop, your lifelong American dream. Amma. I never was strong enough to open the lid and escape. Why couldn't I have been strong enough? Why couldn't you have been strong enough for me? Amma. Why do you let the pressure cooker get so hot that it screams? Surely the rice is cooked now and we can eat. Day after day, the pressure builds up and the whistle screeches. Make it stop. White rice is not enough flavor for some, but paired with too much and suddenly you are overwhelming. A dangerous game people play when they control their intake, thinking they can tolerate more spice than they can handle. The aftertaste leaves an unpleasant mark on their face. Eyebrows furrowed, lips puckered, confusion is uncomfortably sour. Regret floods in as they reach for a glass of water. Foreign flavors to them, but savory memories to me. That train will take them to a museum where they can gawk and gaze in amazement, but walk out the minute their eyes get tired of looking. Like a field trip where the kids have to go for school credit, but the minute they get off the bus, they're no longer at school, and therefore done learning. Foreign concepts to them, but second nature to me. But if only that train were taking me to my utopia, where nothing has to be sacrificed, and I wave goodbye to all my fears as they fade off in the distance. Fear of man, fear of exclusion, Fear of abandonment. In this faraway land, Chickapa and Chickama will send me Indian care packages, and I open them up with excitement instead of remorse. In this faraway land, I never get tired of eating Indian food, and I never complain, because this time I won't have to learn the hard way what I had when I had it. In this faraway land, the nuances of my culture are known and understood by all those around me. Like we were watching an old movie we had seen a hundred times. Nobody is even wondering what will happen next, but from memory, they annoyingly recite the next character's lines. In this faraway land, my heritage is defended by my loved ones. Like one would argue their favorite superhero or sports team. And instead of our culture being like a set of clothes we could donate once it didn't fit anymore, it would be our precious keepsake we tucked away to pass down to future generations. It would be intrinsically woven inside of us. Amma, why do you let the pressure cooker get so hot that it screams? Surely the rice is cooked now and we can eat. Day after day, the pressure builds up and the whistle screeches. Make it stop. You see, the white rice is boiling to be plain and simple, affordable and safe. I am made to be digestible.
Spicy flavors are dangerous and to be placed on the side, eaten in the tiniest increments only, if one so chooses. We put Jesus into the pressure cooker and cook him into a white, fluffed-up rice, steamed of any unnecessary and extra components now. He is digestible. Culturally Gnosticizing the Gospel, extracting him of his ethnicity, a palatable Jesus, we take him in aculturally. Generational sin has the nastiest fruit because the apple doesn't fall far from the tree. The tree that was planted must uproot itself and leave, far away from getting entangled in the same old roots of the same old trees, and if all I am to you is red on the outside and white on the inside, then you just picked the wrong apple. And there begins your sin cycle. And we produce safety. Because once the rice is cooled down, it's safe to eat, right? Because they are safe, I have to be pressurized. Day after day, laughing and playing the same game to protect myself in this melting pot we call tasty. Give up the charade. It's not a melting pot where every flavor stays the same, but a pressure cooker where whatever was left disintegrates. Washed away. Washed white. Whitewashed. The American pressure cooker has lost its taste. And now I am screaming. Shreya, thank you so much for sharing this with us. What a gift. And thank you to our listeners for tuning in to this bonus episode. Check out the show notes for the full text of the poem. And we will also post it on our Instagram account at Faith and Chai. So you can share it with others and comment with how it spoke to you. Share this episode with your friends and we will catch you next season on Faith and Chai.